love it. I love it. I love it. If you didn't notice, <laughs> you're listening to Girls Talk Comics. And again, this is Erin, the one, the only introducer on this show. The MC. MCCCZ. Erin. Okay, but I also do still have a wonderful, lovely co-host. Ghost Rider Jessica. Ooh. Ooh. Organic. Nice. I'm loving it. Um, I'm very validating, so I'll control it. Yes. All right. Today, we yes, Queen. are talking about Skyward Volume 1. It's a pretty thing that I actually found myself without other people's recommendations wandering through a comic book store. Yes, thank you. That's deserved. I see one comic book store maybe once every three or four months. This time, I think, what was it, eight since I've been back? So, suffice it to say... It was like five months. It's it's fine. I get nasty calls all the time about pull files, and Skyward didn't get that nasty call triggered. So, good job, Skyward. Good job, Skyward. Um, Writer Joe Henderson and artist Lee Garbett aka Lucifer's Homeboys, team up with Image Comics to bring us an action-adventure exploration of a world, quote, turned upside down, end quote, literally. (laughs) So uh, one of, I think Joe Henderson is a talent for the TV show and an artistic director for the TV show, and the artist Lee Garbett worked on Lucifer the comic. So they came at it from both ends. So hashtag Lucifer when we're talking about Skyward. Lucifer's homeboys. Yeah. Um, set in a post-G-Day world where gravity has decreased to a fraction of its former glo- glory, think moon landing. We follow Willa Foiler on a hero's journey to save the, well, fix the world, well, gravity. Fix gravity. The world's fucked up. But, um, yeah, she's on, she's on a journey to save, fix gravity. I'm so excited we're talking about this comic. <laughs> um, so whenever working at a comic shop, you sometimes have to read the previews and all the good stuff that's coming out. Oh, it's such a thick book. Uh, this <laughs> it's a very intimidating book if you've never seen a preview book good news though half of it is toys so you can ignore half of it unless you're okay. a toys person that's better or it always intimidates me when he goes okay. here <laughs> yeah half of it's toys it's, nobody it's cares about toys yeah uh, so Skyward was one of the ones that I was hella excited about not everyone was as excited about it because I don't, I guess, well, we can just say it. Maybe not a lot of people are excited about a teenage black girl saving the day. Yeah, that was why I picked it up, because there's a pretty black lady on the cover. Yeah, um, she is a fantastic character. The, oh. Willa is incredibly relatable, incredibly yes. fun, um, and incredibly connected to this event. Vibrant her, personality. Yeah, her father actually did a lot of research on gravity before... Gravity this G-Day event happened. Mm-hmm. And she, it, because of that, she gets really connected and propelled into the Save the Day story. 
But it's definitely like a hero's journey because it was like on the error of her 20th birthday. Yep. You know. Yep. It um, also has a lot of like late stage capitalism themes. Yeah. Uh, we're really kind of good to have. There's a mm-hmm. lot of, um, you know, the wealthy live, like literally everything shifts. The wealthier you are, the closer to the ground you live. Because it's safe um, down here. Because it's much safer. They have gravity boots that keep them connected to the ground. Um, but there's just a lot of cool... Okay, what excited me the most about it, <laughs> about this gimmick, is this felt like a true sci-fi kind of story. You, yes. They explored social with the late-stage capitalism thing yes. and disabilities because they had characters who were obese. They had characters who were disabled. And so uh, they explored that in a low-grab Obesity scenario. in low-grab looks like so much fun. I want to be a ball. Oh, Yeah. Totally. And I love the fact that the guy was like, I'm an amputee and uh, look at me being able to prepare my, p- propel myself and exist in this world equally with everyone else. Which is a great yeah. example about the, the, to the two different takes that it shows, it shows people who don't have as much money as being highly adaptive while also showing that people who have a lot of money throw money at the problem. That's kind right. of... But, and it also shows how the people who don't have a lot of money, or who do have a lot of money, are really tied to traditional beliefs. Right. I mean, the guy, um, the amputee, every time he went home to his family, they wanted him to put a blanket on and sit in his wheelchair, like the old days. It was very, it was very interesting. It definitely had that sci-fi component. What I also loved about it? Yes. They had, um... A depiction of storms in low gravity. Which was super fun. Freaking awesome. Because instead of rain falling, it just congeals into a giant rain bubble. Which which answers so many structural questions. Like, the more... I, th- I, I thought I'd bounce off of this a little bit after some more world building. Because I'd be like, okay, so we've run out of ways to solve problems. Like, how are they still living in cities? But then things like this happen, and you see people stringing stuff out to catch water as it yeah. goes by. Because yeah. piping won't work because of the way that works. So, like... Yeah. And delivery is super easy because yeah. you just, like, hook a box to you mm-hmm. and just jump around carrying that along. Have, did they introduce bugs in the first five? No. Oh my gosh. They mentioned it though. They they did set the premise that they, and that's the other thing that I like about this is they lay the trap and you don't even realize until the next issue you're like, they just told me about that. Like there's literally no actions mm-hmm. wasted, mm-hmm. which is something I really appreciate in comics because yes. it's such a tight form. Yeah. And it's really nice that the, like Joe Henderson is involved with a TV show mm-hmm. because there, there are definitely comics when you read them, you're like, oh my God, this is written for like an MTV channel mm-hmm. and you kind of hate it because it has the pacing of like a crappy, poorly dream- like written semi like reality TV kind of thing. Yeah. Um, reality. But Joe, uh, being connected to TV and then going to comics, I think had a, diff- a better perspective of pacing. And I actually mm-hmm. thought the pacing went really, really well. And the character it. dev went really, really yes. well. And they they connected things in fun ways. Episodic storytelling, man. It's yeah. really an art. <laughs> the series did just end. It's only 15 uh, issues. Uh, yeah. At the time of this recording, it sounds like it's being. It might be optioned, so that would be so awesome to see that in our, or even just a TV show, like a short run TV show or something. Yeah, give me like a six series, like Amazon thing or Netflix, and give it a Uh, shot. Amazon Uh, could throw some money at it. Oh, now I'm salivating. Yeah, but this is this is quality. 
comics because it, the the G Day event was an incredibly tragic event. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people they, they talk about it with some of the characters in the background. The world has moved on. I think it's been like twenty years yeah. since it, uh, Willa was born, like just before the G Day event, and so she never grew up with gravity. Um, and she's almost twenty. Yeah. So a lot of people have adapted. They've overcome. They're hilarious. They have great relationships. Um, God, in the in the last volume, I've read the entire series. Can't wait till volume three comes out and we talk about it because there are some scenes in it that I absolutely loved. <laughs> so uh, it's just it's quality. I recommend picking it up. I think that we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. We normally do the like how do we rate it? Do we recommend it? highly recommend this and i think it's perfect in a trade format it is perfect yeah it's fun in singles it's fun in trades which is cool okay okay so moving backwards just a little scotch yeah female character aspect of it willa as the protagonist is moderately objectified slightly objectified but not like that's not the point that's not the purpose that's not what she's focused on it was just enough to really lend credence to it being a realistic female existence yeah there's just yeah. there's just a little bit of side eye and a little bit of comment and then yeah. everybody moved on with their life because that wasn't anything that bothered her and i i really liked that i noticed every time they did it and i was like solid because it's yeah. not a female writer it's a male writer and whenever you see that whenever i see that i'm always like what what's your what are you getting out here buddy because yeah. i because i've been burned too many times barbarella i'm looking at you <laughs> Yeah, this is not a Barbarella. No. No, Willow's actually, again, she's really fun. She's engaging. She's focused. She's brave. She's bold. She's got all of these strong characteristics about her. And um, to kind of tie into that, mm-hmm. when people do look down on her, when people do uh, want to make her less than what she really is, she stands up to the cause. Yeah. She's got good friends who help her out. She meets she, she meets a lot of people in her adventure. The characters are, are just good yeah. characters. All in all, I think her dad is my favorite character. I would agree. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. And um, and, and I really... We're going to talk about this more. Yeah. 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 We, not on recording, because as much as we... We try to remain as spoiler-free as possible. Yeah, I'll give them a little bit of sizzle and then let them go eat and eat. This is definitely one I recommend if you want a good... Um, like adventure okay so the art's also great the art is also great but the list of and this just it's a it was billed as a dystopian it was billed as an action it was billed as an adventure it was billed as a teen because it is it is kind of a teen it's got some blood and gore in it but it doesn't have a whole lot of other explicit sort of things in it mm-hmm. it's about what kids are desensitized to these days it's not super hard-hitting so you know, not to say it's light, but it's definitely something that a teenager can read. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's where it could go bloody and violent, it goes more comedic instead. Yeah, but didn't do the whole Joss Whedon thing where it's too funny and doesn't take anything seriously. I think it does a right. good balance. Of... Yeah. Um, it's definitely, you've got a 19-year-old, <laughs> a 20-year-old running around who's just, who's more like, yikes! <laughs> than, <laughs> yes. You know. An SOL, so oops, oops. <laughs> it's not where I'm supposed to be. Oops, it already sees. Uh, 
highly capable, mm-hmm. highly solid. There's not a lot of hand wringing, and it's just such it's just such a good story too. I mean, like it's got all of the things. It checks all of the boxes. Yeah, and honestly, I think the writing carries this one more than the art. The art is still quality. It's, the art still is a huge component of it, but it, it looks it, like a superhero comic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it definitely has the feel. I was just looking over the art and the covers, and it feels a little bit like Spider-Man. Yeah, it does. Like it looks and just feels like Spider-Man. Yeah, yep, um, it definitely does. It's, including it's the something... building jumping from low gravity. Yeah, no, it, it does. It feels like it's it was the story was supposed to carry it, and I think it does. At the but the art does back it up. It it holds up its own. Mm-hmm. Capable. Definitely not the main focus and that's okay and i don't know if the the pacing was more joe or if it was more lee and or if it was them um, equally but they definitely they wrote the script and then and then the artist filled it in because you see okay. the scripts in the back of the issues okay cool yeah they did a really great job yeah. working together I yes feel. they sure did so that was definitely quality and i like i just love her friends her <laughs> friends are so cool come be my friend right um, and she just is such a badass. I want to be her. Yeah. Like, I just like, want to be her. Hella fashionable. She's just super bold. She's got just this like, I just want to you know explore the world and. She she seems like, like somebody would who was capable, smart, and then also knew what it was like to fly. She'd be a skateboarder. Like she totally if would. there was gravity, but like that kind of fun one who's like I chew bubble gum and skateboard and like mm-hmm. know everybody on the street. Like, I feel like yeah. you're th- I feel like you have a like person you're thinking of when you say that. <laughs> I do. Um, more of a character trope, but she's definitely she's cool. Yeah, I'd be her friend. I'd be her friend. I'd too. like be intimidated too by how cool she is. I, I wouldn't approach her, but she's the kind that approach me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap that up on Skyward. Yeah, unless you had anything you need to add. I'm just gonna keep saying how much I love it over and over again if you don't make me stop. You know, we'll record this and do 15 minutes of I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, that's too much. Um, thanks okay. for joining us today. Hopefully you'll hear us next time. Bye. Bye. It's funny. <laughs>